Hello, and a warm welcome to the Lancet Podcast. I'm Nikolai Humphreys on October the 23rd. This week, the Lancet devotes many of its pages to genetics. Articles on the topic include a study that examines the associations of a multi-locus genetic risk score with incident heart disease in 30,000 individuals to determine the score's ability to predict individual risk and to consider its usefulness over conventional predictors. And an article by Williams and co-authors looks at rare chromosomal deletions and duplications in attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Moving away from genetics, the long editorial looks at progress and challenges in neglected tropical diseases. A seminar explores phenylketonuria, an inborn error of metabolism characterized by mutations of the phenylanilene hydroxylase gene. But now for the main feature. Earlier this week, my colleague Kelly Morris interviewed the subject of this week's profile, Charles Rutimi, director of the U.S. National Institute for Research on Genomics and Global Health, about his journey to engage Africa in human genomic research. So hello, I'm speaking with Charles Rotimi. Charles is also the founding and current president of the African Society of Human Genetics, and it was under the umbrella of this organization that began the Human Heredity and Health in Africa project launched this month. Charles, could you please tell me about H3Africa, as it's called? Why is it so important for Africa, as well as to you personally? Yes, uh, H3Africa is, is important for Africa because we, um, as members of the African society, we felt that the current use of genomics to understand human health and to solve uh, a global problem like hunger, uh, that it wasn't uh, adequately used uh, across all human population, that there was a huge inequity in the application of this new science. Uh, and therefore, we wanted to make sure that this genomic revolution does not go past Africa. And we wanted to make sure that Africa is indeed engaged. African scientists and African uh, you know, communities are engaged in the genomic revolution. Whatever benefit is going to be accrued in using genomic tools to understand human health and to solve hunger across the world, which we wanted to make sure that that is adequately represented in Africa. As a result of that thinking, we approached the Wellcome Trust and also the National Institute of Health, NIH, to see if they can help facilitate funding of a major you know, research uh, agenda that will encourage pan-African collaboration to set up different infrastructure to engage in biomedical research across the, uh, the continent. So we are hoping that the vision, really, in terms of history uh, Africa, is, is to help us to create and support a network of African laboratories, uh, which would be owned by African uh, scientific community, and, and will be equipped uh, to conduct leading-edge research into genetic diversity in African people. And this diversity, we hope, will help us to understand uh, why ill health and also uh, to not just for Africans, because Africa is the home of all human populations, that whatever we find in African population will also be applicable uh, to other world populations. Thank you. And so I understand very recently you outlined a roadmap for H3 Africa. Uh, what does that mean to you personally and what happens next? Okay. The, um, we, we were successful in putting together two working groups composed of mostly African scientists, leading African scientists, and also scientists from 
uh, the, the United States and also from the UK to help us develop a roadmap. And we are very pleased now that we have successfully developed a document uh, that will be uh, submitted to the two funding agencies who are partners funding H3 Africa, and that's the Wellcome Trust and the National Institute of Health uh, in the United States. So this roadmap will be presented to the general public of African science uh, next year in March uh, in Cape Town, South Africa, uh, to give people further opportunity to interact with this roadmap and to tell us if there's anything that is missing and if there are other ways to improve it. After that meeting, then the Wellcome Trust and NIH will now use that document to develop a funding mechanisms that will be transparent to all African investigators and also investigators outside of Africa who want to collaborate uh, with the African scientists. So it's extremely exciting uh, that we are now at this point in terms of history Africa. Thank you. And I understand uh, you, you have this funding from the two partners for five years. Where do you hope H3 Africa will be at the end of that time? And what understandings might have already come out of the project by then? In five years, we hope that uh, H3 Africa would have fostered the creation of intra-Africa collaborations, including uh, such a pan-African network of bioinformaticians and also uh, biorepositories uh, to facilitate uh, the, the, um, the conduct of large-scale genomic projects and other biomedical research. Uh, one of the things that is unfortunate you know, on the continent right now is that African scientists really don't talk to each other because, again, they are basically following where the money is coming from, which is usually the UK or the US. We are hoping that under History Africa, we'll be able to, uh, to change uh, that um, uh, way of practice that uh, African scientists need to come together to be able to do large-scale studies. Oh, we also, by setting up repository, we also believe that History Africa will, uh, represents a shift from the practice of removing samples from Africa and analyzing them as we are. Right now, History Africa is emphasizing the building of infrastructure to allow research to occur on the continent itself. So at five years, we do expect to see quite a bit of risk on samples living in Africa to different parts of the world. We also um, anticipate that we will uh, be able to create one of the largest uh, repository of reference data and samples that will represent the genetic diversity of African people. Uh, and that will be uh, available to the global population uh, to use uh, in understanding human disease and human history across the world. We also anticipate that History Africa will facilitate the creations of centers of excellence for different aspects of biomedical research, including genotyping, phenotyping, and ethical issues you know, that will govern how samples are shared and how data are shared across the continent, who has access to samples and how those samples are used. We hope that those structures would have been put in place and tested in, 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 in five years. So those are some of the those are some of the things that we are we are hoping uh, that history um, uh, Africa will facilitate. And I think we have to demonstrate in five years that history Africa is capable of of asking the right questions and solving problems that are directly relevant to African people. That's wonderful, Dr. Charles Rotimi. Thank you so much for talking to the Lancet. 
And that was Kelly Morris interviewing Charles Rotimi, director of the U.S. National Institute for Research on Genomics and Global Health. All that's left for me to say is thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Goodbye.